There's a helpful prayer to use during the day. In God I trust, I shall not fear. It's in response to the first reading, which was David was fearing for his life because Saul was out to kill him. And he talks to Jonathan, David talks to Jonathan to to intercede for him before Saul. And Jonathan, who is the son of Saul, right? The son, he's the son of the king. And, and David loved him. And so when the king hate, when the king Saul hated David, got jealous of David, he date well, the prayer is, in God I trust, I shall not fear, even the kings who try to destroy me. So that's I I I, I recommend that prayer for you today and for for your life because sometimes things can you can get discouraged. There are many reasons to get discouraged in the world because there's sin and death all around, beginning at home. You don't have to leave your own home to find sin and death. But if you consider abortion, yesterday was the anniversary of the legalizing of the, the decriminalizing of the, of the abuse of the child in the womb. The only person in America that has no rights is the person before he's born. Nine months, you can, you can, you can kill him. You have nine months to kill him. Every man since 1973 is born in America was nine months without any legal defense. So this is why we take this prayer today. Tomorrow we'll go as a parish and as a nation we'll go to the nation's capital and protest this great injustice, this breach of of God's law and of, of true justice. But it's a good prayer to carry because of the evil that, that in which we live. In God I trust. I don't trust in men. And I will not fear. Because God is, is great to save. We see this in the gospel today. Christ. The people hearing what, he, what Jesus was doing. A large number of people came to him. Even today. Large numbers of people come to him. Look we're just. We're one parish in among a million parishes in the world, at least millions. And and we have we have a couple of dozen people every morning we come to we come to we come to Jesus because we hear what he's doing and we see what he's doing. He had he had cured many and as a result those who had diseases were pressing upon him to touch him. The people, the, the sick, were coming to him because he cured the sick. He forgives sins. They, they heard what he was doing. This is Mark 3. Already, in those first three chapters of Mark, we've been seeing in the daily readings, he forgives sins. You remember the man, the, the crippled man that they carried? He said, man, your sins are forgiven. And then he said, take up your mat and walk so that they will believe that your sins are forgiven. Because the Pharisees doubted he forgives sins, he cures the lame, 
and the maimed. He eats with sinners. And he teaches that God sent him to save. He is God. Jesus Christ is God. He comes to save sinners. And the Pharisees only criticize and reject him. So he said to them, the Sabbath, the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. Because he cured on the Sabbath. Which according to the Pharisees, he wasn't supposed to do. Because you're only supposed to worship God on the Sabbath. And, and so he made it very clear to them that, that doing good is worshiping God. And doing evil is not worshiping God. So, so he couldn't do evil on the Sabbath and let this, these people languish. The purpose of religion is relationship. Oneness with God and with others in God. That all men might be saved. In God I trust. I, I do not fear. I shall not fear. I wish I knew it in Latin. You know, those responses are great because once you repeat it a thousand times, you know, it's, sometimes it's nice to do it in the language of the church. I wish I knew how to say it in Latin. I could tell you right now. Deum confido, if I'd have seen it. Non timeo. That one, that, that one is clear. Non timeo, non timeo. Non timeo. Oh, that's a great prayer. I don't fear. I don't fear because I, because I trust in God. Not because I trust in myself or in my own wit or in my own goodness. I repent and trust in Him. Like the sick who come to Him and need and know that they need His healing and that without Him they, they're, they're lost. The healthy do not need the doctor, He said, when He was at Levi's house, remember? He was sitting with the publican and the sinners. The healthy do not need the doctor, but those who have ills. That is what Christ was doing. And the people heard about it. And many came to him. He was was forgiving sins, curing the sick, and teaching the truth of God. That he came to save. They came to him. They heard about him. They came to him because of his forgiveness. His healing. And his invitation to all men to come to him. Come to me all you. Who are weary and find life burdensome. And I will give you rest. All men need Jesus. This is the message of today's gospel. Especially us who are close to him, we need him. And don't tire of going back to him. And don't don't be surprised when things don't go your way. Because you trust in God. You don't trust in anything else. You don't trust, and above all, you don't trust in yourself. When you fail yourself, trust in God. This is the point. See, The greatest failure is not what people do to you. The greatest failure is what you do to people. The greatest failure is when you fail God. That's, that's, that's when you have the greatest. It's not when the king is trying to kill you. It's when you become the murderer. 
That's when, that's when, you, that's when you feel the, the, the greatest danger of despair because you say, okay, where's my hope? You, but your problem was that you hoped in the wrong place. Don't hope in yourself. I trust in God, not in me. Remember the great the, the monk, the holy monk who said, thank God that things are not going my way. <laughs> because you know what it means? It means you don't trust in things. You don't trust in circumstances. You trust in God. Especially when you're dying. We will all leave here. We None of us have a permanent place here. Thank God. Because otherwise we'd think we were God and we'd, think we'd, be, we'd, be, we'd be in danger of being deceived and thinking that, that this is all there is. Even the demons give testimony to him in this gospel. Whenever unclean spirits saw him, they would fall down before him and shout, You are the Son of God. And he opposed them because he was not looking for fame. He said, he said, he warned them sternly, the scripture says, not to make him known. Because Christ himself has one purpose. He trusts in the, he's, he's here to serve, he's here to save. And he's not here to make a spectacle. And even the demon, see the demon was telling the truth. And he says, shut up. <laughs> you are the son of God. You got another time and the place to tell the truth. You know, you say, oh, I'm telling the truth. Well, you know what? <laughs> Jesus Christ came to save. And you, and you, you, I mean, he's, we acknowledge that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And, and his purpose will not be thwarted. That's why he, rebu- he, he, he rebukes the demons. He, he warned them sternly. Not to make him known. Because he comes to heal. He doesn't come to be made known. He comes to do the work of God. He is the work of God. He came to do good. Christ came to seek and to save sinners. And to bring them to God. And that work continues. We are testimony to this. Your presence here is a testimony to this. That Christ saves. That you trust in God. and And there is no reason to fear.